Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Sinsate Podcast. I'm your host, Will, and I am joined by a special guest, Mitch. Hi, everyone. Hi, Mitch. How are you doing? Pretty good. How about you? I'm doing okay. <laughs> I'm a little loopy tonight, but I'll be fine. So you are a Babylon 5, but I know that because you've been on down below. <laughs> yes. yes. So is that what brought that you... Time. Yeah, is that what brought you to Sensei? Oh, yeah. I will follow JMS everywhere. Yes. So did you ever get around to checking out, like, Jeremiah? I still haven't seen that yet, but I plan to. I subscribed to Showtime just so I could watch Jeremiah. See, I saw one episode when they had a free uh, preview weekend, but I was too cheap at that point to subscribe (laughs) to Showtime. So it's on my list of shows to watch. Yes. Um, I'm not sure if it's on Hulu or Netflix. It's on one of the streaming sites, though. Yeah, I know. It's on some site. I can't remember which one. It is a decent show. Um, there's so much that could have been done with it. And unfortunately, it's one of those where the network decided we're going to put our hands in. And yeah, JMS yeah, works best when the network just gives him the money and says, here, go play. It sounds like that's kind of what Netflix did from I've read. They've, or at least they were very uh, easy to work with. That's I've what I've been read. hearing. And it's yeah, not just uh, with this. It's with all of the various series, with House of Cards, with um, Arrested Development. The creators have complete freedom. They set the groundwork up front of how many episodes it'll be, about how long each episode will run, and what the budget's going to be. And then they run off, they play, they come up with the episodes with the series, they bring them back to Netflix, and Netflix plays, plays the episodes. I think that's going to work wonders for JMS. Complete creative control. Uh, must be nice. Must be nice. I heard that he was kind of relieved when Jeremiah was canceled because of all the trouble he had with Showtime. Yes. And you notice he hasn't gone back to work for Showtime since then. No. <laughs> yeah, like they didn't want Dexter. Well, spoiler alert. <laughs> they didn't <laughs> want Dexter to die at the end. So they hmm, shouldn't. Uh, anyway, this is Sensei. This is a Sensei podcast. We're here just to give kind of a what we know now about the show Sensei, what we know so far, but not too much. There's some stuff that I read that might be a little too spoilery, so I'll try to stay away from that. And this was kind of an excuse for me to just get caught up on all the information because I just been so busy lately. I know there's tons of interviews and reviews coming out, but I just kind of bookmarked them and had had a chance to go read them until just the past couple of days. What is your plan for watching the series? Are you going to watch one episode at a time? Are you going to do the entire 12 episodes? Or are you going to do it in one of the four-episode arcs? Uh, yes, that's a good question. I know last episode I said I was going to do one week at a time, but as is my prerogative, I've changed my mind about that. <laughs> no! It's not that I don't have willpower because I'm doing Daredevil one at a time, but Will, did JMS. You, yeah, Will, this is Babylon. Did you just game. say willpower? Really? Yes. Will That's in my name, willpower. <laughs> yes, I do that pun sometimes. I don't. I'm not. A, I'm not a big fan of puns either. But that's the one I make an exception for. <laughs> 
But yeah, I know JMS said it was designed to be done all at once, or you could do it in groups of four. And I think I'm going to do the groups of four. I think I can manage that. I don't have, I wouldn't have the time to do all 12 like in one weekend, but I think I can do maybe four the first week and then four each week after that. But the podcast will still be spoiler free. We'll just do one episode at a time and we'll talk about that episode. My plan is to, on Friday, watch the first four episodes. On Saturday, watch the next <laughs> On Sunday, watch the final four. Uh, that'd be nice. I'm going to be out of town when it's released, so I won't be able to watch all four even that weekend, but hopefully then next week I can. I hope that um, wherever I am, I can get a connection and at least watch the first episode that weekend, or maybe watching it in airports or whatever <laughs> if I can it's a plan yeah somehow my mom does, I'm going back to my hometown to visit and my mom doesn't have internet I don't think she Where has cable she anymore live? she lives in you know Jackson Mississippi the capital the state capital but she just doesn't use internet I've been to Mississippi they have internet yes they do I had internet when I lived there but she's just not a computer user. If ever she needs anything, she calls me and asks me to do it for Well, here's what you do. You take your laptop over to Starbucks, get yourself a drink, and use their Wi-Fi and stream Netflix there. I'm sure there's some place, but I am not 100% sure there are. I'm sure there are. There has to be Starbucks there. There's a Starbucks everywhere. I think... The little town I used to live in finally got Starbucks sometime after I left. Even if it's not Starbucks, every town has a McDonald's. They've got a Burger King. They've got fast food, and fast food has streaming Wi-Fi. Maybe there's a motel. You can go sit in the parking lot of the motel and follow <laughs> their Wi-Fi. There are ways Maybe you can do this. Calling some friends. Oh, I can do a, um, what do you call it? A, uh, I can't think of the word, and I work on move or do this kind of tethering basically use my cell phone as an internet connection whatever yep. the word for that is tethering <laughs> yeah tethering. so or watch it on your on your cell phone yeah not the ideal but it can yes. be done you know I watch um when I'm at the gym doing cardio I'll watch you know like Unbreakable Kimmy Smith or Grace and Frankie sometimes when I'm on my phone. It's not the best, but it works. Especially when you've got these big iPhone 6 Pluses. <laughs> that's not a phone, that's a tablet. Yeah. <laughs> I hate the word phablet, but that's kind of what it is. So, what do you know about Sense8 so far? Yeah. <laughs> Since we're here talking about it. Yeah, I've heard the first 10 minutes talking about the stuff. Yeah, so... I know that it was created by J. Michael Straczynski, which if you're listening to this, you probably already know that. I'm assuming that a lot of you are Babylon 5 fans. I would. And also, oh, yeah. Um, he worked together with the Wachowskis, Andy and Lana, who are the creators of The Matrix. And they also directed movies like Cloud Atlas and V for Vendetta. Didn't they and, do Jupiter Ascending earlier this year? Yes, that came in the mail today. I guess today was the official release date, and I pre-ordered it. Okay, I'm just going to ask this question. Have you actually seen this movie yet? No, but I've heard lots about it, and I bought it anyway. Okay, I... 
loved everything about it. Okay, I'm glad to hear that. I had no expectations going in other than it's something different. It's something pure sci-fi, and it's not a sequel, remake, reboot, or it have it, it doesn't have any connection with anything we've seen before. Yeah. And we desperately need science fiction like that. Yes, I agree. I'm glad to hear so, a positive opinion about it, because I'm a big fan of theirs. Did you ever see Cloud Atlas? Yes. Yeah, it was long, but I think it paid off in the end. It was there. I, <laughs> I heard too much about how great the movie was, so I had these expectations going in, and then I saw it, and I got Halle Berry saying true, true. Like, okay, what is this yeah, supposed to be? Yeah, maybe, the language. Maybe there's a really nine. Yeah, maybe there's a nine-hour cut of it somewhere where it actually makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, a lot thing. of you. Oh, go ahead. That's another thing about Sense Eight; they can make it as long as they want. Yeah, JMS said it was like a twelve-hour movie. <laughs> what do you know about the cast of this of Sense Eight? Oh, I'm getting to that. I also just wanted to do uh, more credentials, just one more. Like Babylon 5, for the minute you know, is influenced shows like Lost, BSG, Buffy, just the method of storytelling. And JMS is also nominated for an Oscar for his movie, The Changeling, the screenplay for that. Speaking of, I'm waiting for that line. It's the JMS line. It's in every single project that he does. Doesn't matter if it's He-Man. Doesn't matter if it's Changeling or Babylon 5. Never start a fight. Always finish it. That's the JMS line. Oh, that is definitely going to be in this show somewhere. (laughs) So this... um, Apparently the concept dates back to a late-night conversation that the Wachowskis were having with JMS... They were talking about how technology unites and divides us, and the Wachowskis decided to do their own series, and all them together, you know, they just wanted to do something unique that hadn't been done before. The same way The Matrix kind of influenced action movies, they wanted to influence TV. So they were talking about um, discussing how, exploring how empathy exploring the relationship between empathy and evolution in the human race. I'm getting a lot of this information from Wikipedia and <laughs> interviews I've read. Have you seen the trailers? Yes, I've seen... I think I've seen them all, even like the UK trailer, the character trailers. And I know they were supposed to do 10 episodes for the first season, but there's so much packed in them. So during filming, uh, Netflix and them decided to do 12 episodes instead of 10 I wonder how much of that was really planned. Yeah. <laughs> Knowing JMS, he plans everything, and he plans it far in advance. I, yeah. I, I kind of wonder if he went in knowing that it was going to be 12. I wouldn't be surprised. He was just waiting for Netflix to realize it needed to be 12. <laughs> so they're hoping that it'll go five seasons, and... I know season two is already pretty well mapped out, and they have a rough idea for seasons three, four, and five. JMS loves the five-year arcs. He didn't invent it, but he made it work. 
Yeah. So they filmed it in different cities across the world, and I'm losing my voice over. Yeah, so my goal is to not edit this podcast so you get to hear all the rough stuff like me <clears throat> clearing my throat. So he, they filmed in different cities across the country, like uh, across the world, sorry, like Chicago, San Fran, Seoul, Reykjavik, Mexico City, Mumbai. And they actually used some real life events in when they were filming the show, like in San Francisco, they used, they filmed during Pride, um, like the Dyke March, the Dykes on Bikes event. Um, That's awesome. So is this podcast going to be clean or is it going I to have know. an explicit tag? It'll be explicit. <laughs> I was debating what to do about that, even though either way, cause you know, like the Sarah Connor Chronicles is clean, but we're explicit on that show, but. I tweeted JMS asking if this was going to be, if the show was going to have adult stuff on it, and he said, yeah, so like, okay, we'll just make the podcast explicit. Well, there was nudity in the trailers. Yeah, I had forgotten about that when I asked him that, <laughs> but yeah, now I remember now. I didn't forget it. I saw it. <laughs> Ooh, hello there. <laughs> yeah. I only watched the trailer maybe twice when it came out, and not, you know, ten times in a row. Okay. <laughs> So I think the Wachowskis did much of the directing for the series. JMS was saying there needed to be only one voice on the set. And as you may know, the plot falls around eight strangers who suddenly become connected mentally and emotionally. I won't say much more than that. We don't know much more than that. Yeah. Yeah, there really is not a lot known about the show, and I kind of like that. I do, too. Like with Babylon 5, what did we know about the show before it came out? Not much. Not much. These so, days, it's, it seems like the different studios do everything they can to info dump on everything. Here, here's the plot. We're going to give you the entire synopsis of everything, every single plot point before you even see the movie, TV series, whatever. Enjoy. Yeah. And the they're doing pretty much... Yeah. And they're not like doing I used, Yeah, I used to read uh, Michael Osiello's spoiler column, but I stopped reading those. So I like to go in as unspoiled as possible now. The only series that I watch that I do every once in a while seek out spoilers for is Doctor Who. Yeah. Other than that, I like to remain unspoiled. Like, when I listen to podcasts, I will do it after I've already seen the episode. Yeah. There are certain movie podcasts I listen to, like Film Spotting. I always listen to their reviews after I watch the movie. It's just better that way. They say the series is going to explore subjects that they think science fiction tends to ignore or gloss over, like... Politics, identity, sexuality, gender, and religion. Which is something that was brought out in the trailer. Is it Nami? Nomi? I think it's Nomi. Nomi used to be Michael when when she was uh, younger, has become Nomi. Um, so we've got a transsexual right there in the main cast. We've right. got a closeted actor right there in the main cast. There 
it doesn't seem like these are plot points as much as characters who happen to be transsexual or gay or whatever. They're not thrown in right. just because. The music is the Tom Tickwer and Johnny Climac. They co-composed the Cloud Atlas score. They're going to be doing the music for the series, I believe. Okay. And now let's get to the Sensates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watched the uh, character trailers last night. Pretty interesting. And I will say that this show has a pretty sexy cast, and I don't mind that. Because <laughs> I know it's going to have substance as well with JMS involved. It absolutely will. So starting out, we have Brian J. Smith as Will. <laughs> That's going to be weird. <laughs> Let's face it, he was the only reason I kept watching Stargate Universe. Yeah, exactly. I was so mad when that show got canceled. Because I couldn't see him every week. <laughs> <laughs> he's shirtless in the trailers. Yes, thank you. <laughs> so he's a Chicago cop who's haunted by an unsolved murder. I think after Stargate Universe, Mr. Smith went on to do theater. I followed him on Twitter for a while. You don't follow him now? Uh, not on my personal account. I was, I was following like a lot of people, but I had him back probably since he's. <laughs> I know I hate to say it. I kind of, you know, now that he's back on a TV show I'm watching, I'll probably follow him again. But I do follow him from the Sensate account. Okay. He's very actively promoting the show. You know, if an actor does that, it generally means they believe in the project and they're yeah. not doing it just because they have to. Uh, I would love to talk to him for a little bit. I should go to Comic-Con next year. <laughs> you know, what you could do is send him a message on Twitter, let him know you're doing a podcast and ask, would you like to be interviewed over Skype? I know. I hate doing that, but why? Maybe I should do it. Just pester people. I was on the uh, iZombie podcast when they got to talk to Rahul Kohli from iZombie, and that was pretty fun. <laughs> so next, we have Tuppence Middleton as Riley. She's a DJ with a troubled past. Made her run away from home to London. So this actress was on an episode of Black Mirror, which I still need to finish. It's only six episodes. I think I watched half of them. And the next British oh, part is, the British part must be where Free Madgeman comes in. Yeah. She was one that I'm excited for. It's like, ooh, Martha Jones from Doctor Who. Yes. Yes. I know you don't watch it. I do watch it, yeah, I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> Martha Jones was my favorite companion until Amy Pun came along. What about Donna Noble? I don't care for her as much as uh, a lot of people do, but yeah, she's she's okay. It's okay. You're allowed to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I am only joking. Yeah, I know. I know everybody loves Donna. She's she's okay. <laughs> Next, we have I believe it's pronounced Amal Amin as Caffius. Now, this guy seems pretty fucking cool. I, I wish I could be half as cool as he is. Just the interviews I've seen and just his tweets, how much he seems to love the show. But he's... Wasn't he yeah, in the Maze Runner? Yes, he was. He was in Red Tails, which... <laughs> okay. 
he was that was one of the last movies I saw before I moved across country. I don't know why I remember that, but it's one of my last trips to the theater back in Mississippi. It stood out. He was a he's a driver in Nairobi. He's trying to buy medicine for his mom who's dying of AIDS. And I'm probably pronouncing her name wrong, but you have Bay Duna as Sun. She's a Korean businesswoman and she's involved in the kickboxing world. She becomes accused of embezzlement. She was in Cloud Atlas in the host and Jupiter Ascending. I saw her and I thought, okay, the character's name is Sun. Is this another connection with Lost? <laughs> and then, no, different actress, but... Yeah. So we have Miguel Angel Silvestri as Lito. He's a Spanish actor living in Mexico City. He has a secret same-sex relationship with a guy named Hernando. This is another very good-looking man. <laughs> yeah, he is. I saw in the trailer the scene in the bedroom. It's like, that's going to be fun. <laughs> Next, we have Tina Desai as Kala. She's a pharmacist in Mumbai who is also religious and married to someone she doesn't love. She was in the Best Exotic Marigold Hotel. And I loved that movie. Yeah. Sweet movie. That and the second one, too. The second one wasn't quite as fun. The first one was just pure fun start to finish. Yeah. Now we have Max Reimelt as Wolfgang, a Berlin locksmith and safecracker. He's involved in organized crime. This is a German actor. And lastly, we have Jamie Clayton as Nomi, a trans woman in San Francisco. She's a hacker and political blogger who needs brain surgery to save her life. She was on the TV show Hung and the TV show Are We There Yet? Now, is she trans herself? I believe so, yes. Perfect casting. And some of the recurring characters, some of the actors you may recognize, uh, Daryl Hannah, Freema Ajiman, Joe Pantoliano, Naveen Andrews, who's all over the trailers, and Terrence Mann. Great cast, and I see um, Daryl Hannah tweeting about the show a lot. Daryl Hannah, I, when I saw her in Speedway Junkie, with that performance, I forgave her for everything else she's ever done. So, is she in Mermaid? Is she, Splash. Is that Splash, that's right. Yeah, that's probably where I first saw her before Kill Bill. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, 12 hour movie designed to be binged. I wonder, part of me was wondering if JMS was saying that because it looks better for them if people watch it all the way through, but I'm sure they probably did design it that way. Because it seems like I'm watching just Grace and Frankie and Kimmy Smith. It's kind of like one long story all the way through the season. That seems to be what they're doing on Netflix. Since they have the opportunity, make one long story knowing that people are going to binge watch it. There's one show now, we were talking about it on Down Below the other day, that they are releasing one week at a time. I think it's called Between. And I may just wait for all the episodes to be released before I start watching it. I don't think I've heard of that one. 
not sure if it's well, you know, they call it an original series if they are the ones to bring it to America, but I'm not sure if it's originally one of their shows or not. Okay. Yeah, so if you've been reading the reviews, I've been seeing some mixed reviews, which is like, oh, screw those guys. There's some people saying it's a slow burn, which I'm totally okay with a slow burn. Here's the yeah. thing. I don't read reviews when it comes to JMS. Yeah. Probably shouldn't. I, I I realize I am a JMS fanboy. I wear that on my sleeve. I have no problem admitting it. But not everybody gets JMS. He writes directly for me. Uh, he basically says he sits down on his keyboard and says, "I'm going to write a story for Mitch that Mitch is going to like," and so he does. And I like yeah. everything that he does. I'm pretty sure I'm going to like it no matter what. It's going to be hard for me to not like this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and some... I saw one review complaining about how... I think he was saying that um, it's hard for them to... They're having a hard time balancing out the huge cast, which, I don't know, Babylon 5 has a big cast. And, it does. I, don't know, uh, I enjoyed it, and... But I've seen a lot of reviews that are just overwhelmingly praising the show, so, you know, the show will be fine. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. Can I give spoilers for Crusade here? Um, or should I keep it spoiler-free because of our newbies on Down Below? Uh, go ahead. We have a, this, this, this is your spoiler warning for Crusade. If you look at the first 13 episodes of Crusade, and think, okay, that's all we've got. It was a really, really great series. Now compare those same 13 episodes to the first 13 of Babylon 5. Yeah. And look at what came after that. So now I'm thinking, this is just the first part of this overall story that he wants to tell in Sense8. I don't care what anyone else has to say. I don't care about any of the reviews. I know how Joe's mind works. I'm going to be in for the long ride, and I'm going to enjoy every bit of it. But exactly. he, he better, at some point, include Maggie Egan as a reporter. Just <laughs> throwing that out there. Uh, get Joshua Cox on there somehow. <laughs> I'll be happy. <laughs> I'm actually I do, I'm surprised I that none of the B5 cast have appeared, or are at least in the credits for this series. Maybe they will be there. Yeah, there have been some Cloud Atlas people and uh, Super Ascending people involved somehow. Yeah, um, this has been... I know that the Wachowskis are probably more well-known, so that's probably why you see the headlines are always this new show from the Wachowskis and Wachowskis this, Wachowskis that. But don't forget about JMS. Right? Yeah. Okay, it's great that that the Sibs are involved, they're not why I'm watching. Yeah. But, you know, they have their fans. B5 has its fans. Whatever it takes to draw people in. Whatever it takes. I'm a fan of theirs, too. Even, well, yeah, even their more recent stuff. Not all of it, but, you know, a lot of their more recent stuff. Yeah, not everything JMS did is gold, either. I don't know what Infection. you're talking about. <laughs> Infection TKO. <laughs> um. 
<laughs> Even with them, though, there are still moments of gold. Right. With TKO, everything involving the rabbi, that was good. With infection, uh, uh, the Martian war machine joke was funny. Anyway. It was, a lot of infection was unintentionally funny, I think. (laughs) Yeah. But as he said himself, he was heavily medicated when he wrote it. I don't think that's going to be the case here. We got to get JMS um, verified on Twitter. I know he's been trying to get that to happen. He's been tweeting Twitter, (laughs) trying to get verified. They have cartoon characters that are verified. How can we not have JMS? Apparently a fake account. I can't remember which celebrity, but a fake account got verified. And JMS was saying this account got verified faster than I did. (laughs) And I've heard about stories like that. I mean, how easy is is it for somebody to fake an account and get verified, and yet real people can't? That's silly. So I was reading somewhere where uh, I believe it was JMS was saying that you won't have to, this won't be like a loss. You won't have to wait forever to get answers to a lot of the important questions. I'm assuming they won't be answering everything in the first season, but JMS loves to give answers to. (laughs) He likes to draw things out. I know what I have. I just wanted to give a shout out to people at Sensate Linked, SensateLinked.com and Twitter at Sensate Linked. We've been chatting with each other and they have a lot of good, they're always tweeting and a lot of good information posting on Facebook. I find out a lot of stuff from them before anywhere else. Well, thanks guys. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Anything else? No feedback this week. Hopefully, when the episodes get started, how could we have? How could we have feedback? Nobody's seen it yet. Well, feedback on well, just general like what they're expecting. I was asking people for opinions on like what they're looking forward to and blah blah blah. But I guess there's not much to say now. I understand. <laughs> I feel like okay. Don't take this the wrong way. I feel like we're on uh, one of those 24-hour news channels. Yeah, just trying to fill time. Yes. We have no information, but we managed to spread it out for an hour. <laughs> it's like geeking out us about just talking about whatever you can. That's true. Watch the Star Wars trailer and dissect it for a half an hour. Chewy, we're home. Oh. I think... Well, maybe that's not the one. Yeah, I've been... Um, complaining about how trailers were released online because I remember the days where you had to go to the, a movie theater to see a trailer for the first time. Mm-hmm. So lately I haven't been watching these big trailers when they're released online. I just see them in the theater for the first time and I think that may have been one of the ones I saw in the theater for the first time. I don't remember what movie I saw it with. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it in the theater first, also. And when it comes on in the theater, yeah, those people who have seen it and they're trying to, you know, get the attention of the people they're with, and, you know, those people are maybe watching it for the first time, it's always cool. I remember, like, when I saw the Captain, the winner, when I went to see Iron Man 3, I think it was, they showed the, um, 
Winter Soldier trailer for the first time. Somebody, somebody was seeing it for the first time, and they were so into it when Captain America was beating up those guys in the elevator. They were, like, <laughs> punching their hand when he was hitting everybody. It's awesome. But anyway, <laughs> have you seen, I think that... Have you seen the okay. cast list for Captain America 3? I've been hearing little bits and pieces of, yeah, who's going to be in it. It's going to be so awesome. Martin Freeman, I think, and... I don't know how there's going to be enough screen time for anybody. There's so many people. Yeah, I heard that about um, Age of Ultron where they left Loki out just because there were so many people in there. They're supposed to be in there. Well, he is still in there in the dream sequence. But the only shots that we have of him are from the back, so you can't really tell that it is him. I think the name of the first episode is, oops, I just had it, Limbic Resonance. Let's <laughs> do predictions based on that. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do predictions. No. <laughs> that That's another thing about JMS. The, the titles always make sense after you see the episode. Yeah. Before the episode, you're like, "What? A race through dark places? What? What? Do, what does that even mean?" <laughs> Although I do love the uh, episode title for number four, "What's Going On." <laughs> What's that? Number four is "What's Going On." What's going on? Number three is "Smart Money's on the Skinny Bitch." Uh, they only have titles for the first four episodes. Number two is "I Am Also a We." I am we. I love when um, Amala Mean, the video he posted from the premiere, he said, I am we. That, I was just kind of like, oh, this guy's so fucking cool. <laughs> just the way he said that. <laughs> Limbic resonance is the theory that the capacity for sharing deep emotional states arises from the limbic system of the brain. Okay. That's true. Well, it's number three. The uh, I think it sounds like it's going to be about the boxer lady. Money's on the skinny bitch. Smart money's on the skinny bitch. And number four is what's going on? That's good, but we'll know them all in three days. <laughs> yes, we will. Just three days. Yeah. So I'll be. Did we talk about this already before we? That I'll be out of town this weekend. Yes. So. Yep. You are going to visit your mother. So we'll be, rec- I mean, yeah, we'll be recording the first episode the weekend of the 12th after I get back. And I would have seen the first four episodes by then. Okay. And then hopefully one a week after that. Except for when I go to the Twin Peaks Festival. Be, <laughs> that's in July, though. It's late July. So who is going to be the regular cast? There is no regular cast except me. <laughs> It'll just be whoever is available wants to talk. That's my plan, at least. But there probably will be regular people. It'll probably end up being that way. Well, you need... Okay, this series is going to be different because you can't have newbies and experienced people because it's a brand new right. show. Everybody's a newbie, at least for that first weekend. <laughs> for that first night. Yes. We'll figure it out. Yep. All right. Well, 
that was about 45 minutes. That's, <laughs> that's long enough to talk about stuff we don't know. Or what we do know about what we don't know. <laughs> See if I had anything else. I can't think of anything. I'm sure once we've started watching the show, we'll have lots to talk about. But until that point, it's all theoretical. All right. Well, <laughs> thank you, Mitch, for joining me tonight. No problem. Where can people leave feedback? Oh, that's a good. <laughs> that's a good question. Since I did have a note for that, but I skipped it for some reason. Okay. Um, you can send feedback to mail at sensatepodcast dot com. You could check us out on the web at sensatepodcast.com or on Twitter. It's the thing, sensatepodcast or facebook.com slash group slash sensatepodcast. It's convenient that sensatepodcast was available in all of those places. I know. It's usually not like that because I think down below and what we make are a little bit different for each place. Do you plan on doing commentaries for the Sensate episodes? I hadn't thought about it, but that might be cool to do. See, things to think about for the future. Because uh, I don't really... haven't done commentaries much for... It's more fun for newbies to do commentaries, I think. I'm not a newbie on Babylon 5 or Saracana Chronicles. But everyone's a newbie at this show. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm forgetting something, but I'm sure it's okay. Think about it later. Your mind. That's all. Your mind is still on Brian J. Smith and Joshua Cox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to see them in a scene together. What kind of stuff are we gonna have since they're in each other's minds, right? Mm-hmm. And be some interesting combinations here. <laughs> I'm not gonna go there. Yes, I'll think about that later. <laughs> I bet you will. <clears throat> All right, thanks for listening, folks. Check us out next time. We'll be talking about limbic resonance. Until then, goodbye. Sayonara. <laughs>